She climbs a tree and scrapes her knee. Her dress has got a tear. She waltzes on her way to mass and whistles on the stair. And underneath her wimple, she has curlers in her hair. I've even heard her singing in the abbey. She's always late. Welcome to WaveScan, the international DX program from Adventist World Radio. Our opening music is the well-known humor song, Maria, from The Sound of Music, one of the greatest musical movies ever produced. I'd like to say a word in her behalf. And say it, Sister Margareta. Maria makes me laugh. <laughs> How do you solve a problem like Maria? How do you catch a cloud and... This program was researched and written in Indianapolis by Dr. Adrian Peterson and produced in the studios of WRMI Shortwave in Miami. I'm Jeff White. This is edition NWS 665 for release on Sunday, November 21st, 2021. On WaveScan today, The Sound of Maria. Rye, Argentina to the world, bids farewell to its historic English voice. And our Bangladesh DX report. In our program today, we focus on Maria, not only the Maria in the Sound of Music, but also Maria, the small island with that name that lies off the east coast of the much larger Australian island called Tasmania. Well, here's Ray Robinson now with more on that story. Thanks, Jeff. Listeners might remember that back around a year ago, actually on October the 25th, 2020, we presented a story here in WaveScan about the small and absolutely ferocious animal known as the Tasmanian Devil. 200 years ago, the Tasmanian Devil was named scientifically as Sarcophilus satanicus, meaning satanic flesh lover. This animal is described in scientific circles as a marsupial, that is, an animal that's carried after its birth in its mother's pouch, like the Australian kangaroo. After 21 days, a baby devil is born with a weight of just 0.007 of an ounce, and it then moves into its mother's pouch in the same way as does a baby kangaroo, a wombat or a koala bear. There can be up to four young devils in the pouch at any one time, though even there they will fight and kill. In our story last year, we mentioned that scientists in Australia have developed a breeding program to avoid the animal becoming extinct. As part of that preservation program, an insurance colony of 28 of these small dog-sized jet-black Tasmanian devils was transferred onto small Maria Island off the coast of the larger island, Tasmania. Since then, the colony has grown now to more than 100. However, a recent news item from Australia states that the Maria Island experiment has come at the expense of other forms of wildlife on the island. The population of several species of small birds has diminished, and for example, a population of 3,000 breeding pairs of small penguins has totally disappeared, victims to the vicious Tasmanian devil. Maria Island is a very irregular mountainous island, actually it's two islands joined by a narrow isthmus, which is located off the central east coast of Tasmania. This double island is 12 miles long north-south and 8 miles wide east-west at the widest point. 
Much of the island is these days a national heritage park. Maria Island was named by the Dutch explorer Abel Tasman in honour of Maria van Diemen, the wife of Anthony van Diemen, the Governor-General of the Dutch East Indies. The original pronunciation of the island name was Maria, though these days it's known as Maria. Before the colonial era, Maria Island was visited and occasionally populated by Tasmanian Aboriginals who spoke their own languages separate from the Australian mainland. In the early colonial days, Maria Island was a penal colony and these days the only residents on the island are a few semi-permanent park rangers. In the early 1900s, a small house known as Mrs Hunt's Cottage was built over the ruins of a former administration building. In 1923, the National Portland Cement Company Limited opened a plant on Maria Island for the production of ground-up cement powder for the Australian market. That was when Ruby Hunt, together with her husband Henry and infant son Billy, first lodged on the island. Their daughter Anne was born four years later. Soon after the cement factory became operational, a small communication wireless station was installed and it operated under the Tasmanian call sign 7NP. After only half a dozen years of operation, production at the cement factory ended due to difficult logistics upon the island and the poor quality of cement. The factory closed in July 1930, the need for radio communication station 7NP ended and most people left the island, all except a half dozen local landowners who chose to remain on their small farmland estates on Maria Island. In fact, 12 identical cottages owned by the cement company were dismantled, shipped to the Tasmanian mainland and re-erected in suburban Hobart, the state capital. Some 10 years later, in January 1940, the semi-government radio organisation AWA gave approval for the installation of a small pedal wireless communication station on Maria Island. There was a new war in Europe, just three months old, with serious overtones in the Pacific, and the small, somewhat isolated Maria Island needed communication with the Tasmanian mainland. An outdated pedal wireless facility was installed due to the fact that there was no distribution of electricity on the island. Eleven years later, in 1951, and after an absence of more than 20 years, Ruby Hunt, now well into her 60s and recently retired from her nursing responsibilities in the Lachlan Park Hospital near Hobart, returned to Maria Island as a resident once again. Ruby Hunt took over the operation of the pedal wireless station, which corresponded regularly with the AWA coastal station VIH in suburban Hobart. In her local colloquial style, she called it the blower. Three years later, in 1954, the radio equipment failed, and it was off the air for more than a week. A radio engineer from Hobart flew in to correct the technical fault. Then ten years later again, in 1964 a more modern set of transceiver equipment was installed. In 1968, Maria Island was taken over by the state government as a nature reserve, and most of the residents left the island for better circumstances elsewhere. Ruby Hunt was one of the very last to leave, and she died on the Tasmanian mainland soon afterwards. Interestingly, there is another Maria Island, and this one's located off the central western coast of the Florida Peninsula in the United States. More accurately, though, this Maria Island is called Anna Maria Island. 
The American Anna Maria Island is seven miles long and mostly just a few yards wide, except at the northern end where it extends to a width of almost a mile. It's a tourist island with a resident population of some 8,000 people. Ten years ago, in 2011, a small, informal and very low-powered medium-wave station was installed in a small blue building at 120 Bridge Street at Bradenton Beach on Anna Maria Island. This station operated on 1700 kHz under the call sign WAMI with quite limited coverage. But currently, the company address for the Voice of the Island seems to be abandoned. Back to you, Jeff. Thank you very much, Ray Robinson at KVOH in Los Angeles. And although the Voice of the Island may be abandoned, the island of Anna Maria here in Florida is definitely not abandoned. Uh, last year, I had a chance to uh, visit the island on a Sunday afternoon. has some wonderful beaches there, and apparently uh, everybody on the west coast of Florida wanted to go to them because I had to sit in a line of traffic hours long to get from the south end to the north end of Anna Maria Island. Very nice beaches, but I would go there during the week, I think. Some news from India now, from our correspondent Jost Jacob there. As many as 152 analog terrestrial TV transmitters operated by Doordarshan TV, India, were shut down permanently as of the 31st of October. Another 109 analog terrestrial TV transmitters will be shut down on the 31st of December, 2021. And finally, 151 more analog terrestrial TV transmitters will be shut down on the 31st of March. This is to end an old analog technology and to use digital terrestrial transmitters. Also, very few people watch Doordarshan TV via terrestrial transmitters using antennas on their rooftops, but they use DTH or cable TV. However, analog TV transmitters in a few critical states and union territories will continue. Doordarshan TV, which had as many as 1,427 stations a few years back, will only have now about 54 TV stations, including analog and digital transmitters, after the 1st of April of 2022. Rai, Argentina to the World, tells us that their colleague Juan Antonio Tony Middleton passed away in Buenos Aires recently at the age of 82. His distinctive British accent is part of the history of Rai, where he hosted the English language program for almost three decades. English-speaking shortwave listeners around the world may remember his warmth and clarity on the air, not to mention his classic opening line, This is Rai the International Service of the Argentine Radio. Born in Argentina and the son of British immigrants, Tony had the opportunity to join Rye in 1981 as a substitute, thanks to his impeccable English and his pleasant voice. In 1983, he joined as a regular and went on to become head of the English language department at the station until his retirement in 2008. He also recorded several commercials and acted in several movies. In 2020, during the pandemic lockdown, he briefly came back on the airwaves of Rai for an interview with Fernando Farias and shared some of his life story. Here's part of that interview. I started in 1983, and I remember going into a small office 
and somebody asking me uh, if I knew English well enough, and I said, yes, I think uh, I do. I was talking Spanish, of course. <laughs> so they gave me a piece of paper with something with an English phrase to read. Mm-hmm. And I read, I think, seven words, and they said, the job is yours. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Well, I, 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 I guess that you were very happy. It was a very nice a very, very nice thing to happen to me to get yeah. myself a, a job like like that in the radio. But, but you you had before some some acting experience. I mean, you you hadn't done radio before, but you had done some acting before. Oh yes, yes, I belonged to the uh, suburban players. Mm-hmm. Uh, that this was a sort of amateur group of people who were doing theatre. Tony, well, uh, you're Argentine born, but you have a, a complete British background. I mean, your parents were from the. Yes, that's the UK. right. I, I was born here in 1939, so now everybody has calculated that I'm over 80 years old. But you don't sound like that at all. I mean, you sound exactly <laughs> the same as when I met you more than a decade uh, ago. My goodness, well, that's nice. Well, yes, I, as a matter of fact, I don't uh, act or feel like an old man. I, I know people who are younger than I am. And they certainly don't go, yeah. go around like I do. Absolutely, absolutely. I totally agree with that. It's a matter of attitude. Mm, exactly, that's true, yes. And I was very happy, too, with the, uh, with the uh, radio because at one point they made me the chief of the English uh, group. Mm-hmm. And I had three or four people under me and everything was fine and everybody was absolutely terrific. And I must admit that uh, among all the people who I had, both... Uh, Miriam Turkul and you were the happiest I've ever had. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. And I, I want to take the opportunity now that we are on the air uh, to, to thank you very much uh, no, for, no, for, no. for that opportunity, for, for supporting me in, in joining Rai. It really was a, a, a life changer for me, not only from the professional point of view, but also from the, from the personal and the personal aspect of my life so oh, thank you very much. Yes, it changed you did it that's very good yes yeah well it has been it has been important for you then and it, well, how long how long have you been in a now because i can't remember well, exactly uh, when you well it's a uh, it's a uh, over 12 years 12 years oh my goodness <laughs> yeah. well yes i i had to quit in 2008 and i must admit i uh, i missed the radio but mm-hmm. uh, there was nothing i could do i remember when i was already 65 and that you, is the age that people you, you had, had to, to quit work. because you you were i mean you you reached the legal retirement age yes well no i reached the legal retiring age uh, three years before i was 65 mm-hmm. and they said we're not going to get rid of you tony we need you here so don't take any don't don't worry but three years later in Night 2008, they all of a sudden said, Tony, you have to join the retires list. I said, oh, well, okay, no problem. And that was it. During those three decades that you hosted the English language program, that you were there, you were head of the English language uh, yes. uh, department of, of, of Rye, why don't you share with us some, some highlights, some anecdotes, which were the, the I mean, some, some historic moments you were able to witness or, or, or messages you got from, from listeners some, somewhere in the world? Well, as a matter of fact, uh, every now and then I did get, a, I used to get a phone call. Well, somebody called, I think it was from England, and uh, they wanted to talk to me. And they said that they enjoyed what I was doing. And I said, yeah, well, it's only uh, just a job and it's a uh, radio. Well, well, why are you calling me? Well, I wanted to tell you that I enjoy what you do and how you do it, and what you say and how you give your opinion. And, well, that was it. And then in 1982, there was also, unfortunately, 
the Malvinas War, mm -hmm. and uh, I had to share with uh, Maria Dolores uh, a program asking the Brits not to come down to mm -hmm. Malvinas. Yeah. And uh, we were in Radio Splendid at, mm -hmm. at one point, apart from Rye also. Mm -hmm. And uh, we used to play the Beatles asking the, <laughs> the British people not to come down to Malvinas. Yeah, yeah. You were recruited by, I mean, the, 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 the military government, I mean, put together that program and they, 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 gave, they gave you the instructions to, to, to host it. How, how can you give it? Oh, well, I had to, well, yes, yeah, this was Galtieri, actually. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, I had to go to the pink house, government house, uh, and <laughs> it was, was, this is one thing, yes, that I do remember is that when I walked in, it was about 10.30 or more or less quarter to 11, not important. And uh, all of a sudden, I, I was stopped, and they said, just one moment. And why? Because somebody was coming down. And it was Mr. Galtieri at half past ten, quarter to eleven. It was an experience. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> When you started, uh, the station was in Ajacucho Street, in the building on Ajacucho That's Street. That's right, yes. That's right, Ajacucho, almost Las Vegas. Mm -hmm. And then in the late 1990s, was it when they moved to the present... Location. Ah, yeah, we went to my pool 555, yes. Well, Tony, uh, why don't you do the sign of yourself as you would do in the, in the old times? In the old times, yes. I don't quite remember. I, know, I do remember the start as I started out, but uh, just ending up, I said, well, thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen who have been listening to us. I hope you continue listening to us because we enjoy what we're doing. So this is Rye, the International Service of the Argentine Radio, signing off only for today. Thank Good you. luck and all the best. And may this pandemic finally end and may they, I do hope they will find a vaccine or something which will kill this horrible virus. Thank you very much, Tony. Not at all, Fernando. It's been a great pleasure. Then and thank you, all listeners who uh, enjoyed me. Uh, I enjoyed this today. It's brought me back to my old times. Tony Middleton, ex-host of the English program on Rye, Argentina to the World, talking with the current host of the English program there, Fernando Farias. Fernando says, Tony was an excellent co-worker who cheered us up every morning with his traditional good morning. And by the way, you can hear the English uh, service of Rye, Argentina to the World, on shortwave at the following times and frequencies. 0200 UTC Thursday on 5800 and 7780 kilohertz. Also at 0200 UTC Tuesday and Friday on 9395 kilohertz. 2330 UTC Wednesday on 7780 and 1100 UTC Thursday and 1130 UTC Friday on 15775 
That was Argentina from the Sweet Suramericana by Waldo de los Rios, heard on Rai back in the 1980s and 1990s. Let's go now to Salahuddin Dalar in Bangladesh with his DX report for this month. Dear listeners and radio hobbyists, welcome you to Bangladesh DX report in Webiscan. This is Salahuddin Dalar from Ratshahi, Bangladesh. Glad to be back and thanks for listening. The receiving log of different radio stations. November 13, 2021. Marshall Radio. Interview in Pashto was heard at 0955 UTC on 12.110 kHz. The SIO code was 433. Voice of Mongolia, Ulaanbaatar. Chinese news was heard at 1033 UTC on 12085 kHz. The SIO code was 322. Radio Saudi Arabia. Playing music in Turkish program was heard at 1650 UTC on 9885 kHz, the SIO code was 333. Voice of Vietnam. Vietnam is service. News was heard at 1705 UTC on 9733 kHz, the SIO code was 433. KBS World Radio Entertaining Program in Korean was heard at 1710 UTC on 9515 kHz, the SIO code was 343. Bangladesh Betar External Service Bengali Program with the song of Hasan Raja was heard at ভয়েস Radio Romania International English Service Music and Wiles Talking was heard at 0117 UTC on 7325 kHz. Myanmar Radio Naipido, Barbie Song was heard at 0122 Turkish music was heard at 0130 UTC on 6000 kHz. The SIO code was 
for sharing his log with us. If you have any comments and suggestions, and if you want to send your reception report of this segment in Waviscan, please send your reception report to the following email address dxbangla at the rate gmail.com. The address again dxbangla dxbangla at the rate gmail.com. Okay, I will come with more DX news in the next edition. Till then, take care. Salahuddin Dollar, Ratshahi, Bangladesh. Thank you, Salahuddin. Finally, I want to mention a reception report we received recently from Alejandro Filimonchuk in La Luz Oeste in Buenos Aires, Argentina. He heard wave scan at 2300 UTC on 9955 kHz via Okeechobee. And he says this frequency reaches Argentina very well. For our final piece of music in this edition of Wavescan, we return to the country of Austria, and in particular to the very popular melody Edelweiss the ever-popular Julie Andrews herself. This version of Edelweiss was recorded at the 50th anniversary of The Sound of Music in September 2013. Thanks for listening to Wavescan, the international DX program from Adventist World Radio. Researched and written in Indianapolis by Adrian Peterson. Next week on the program... Coming, another solar eclipse and the nearby radio scene. And our Australian DX report from Bob Padula. Several QSL cards are available for Wayscan. Send your AWR and KSDA reception reports to the AWR address in Thailand and also to the station your radio is tuned to, WRMI or WWCR or KVOH or Voice of Hope Africa, or to IRRS Italy or to the AWR relay stations that carry Wavescan. Remember, too, you can send a reception report to the DX reporters when their segment is on the air here in the program. They will also verify with their own colorful QSL card. Return postage and an address label are always appreciated. The email address for AWR QSLs is qsl at awr.org. The postal address for AWR QSL cards is Adventist World Radio, P.O. Box 234, Prakanong, that's P-R-A-K-A-N-O-N-G, Bangkok, 10110, Thailand. Again, Adventist World Radio, P.O. Box 234, Prakanong, Bangkok, 10110. 110 Thailand. The email address for other correspondence to Wavescan, not reception reports, is wavescan at awr.org. I'm Jeff White at WRMI in Miami. Till next week, good listening, everyone. Mm-hmm.